0: So if you want to um, learn about uh, rentals, hire someone who's great at rentals. If you want to buy, fix, and flip homes, learn from someone who uh, buys and fix and flips homes. Because whatever you pay is going to be a way cheaper point, like price point than it is to learn it on your own, all the mistakes, and then also all the missed opportunities that you could have made money but didn't
1: what's going on guys welcome to the creating wealth podcast where i kyle from kyle Curtin real estate interview local top dogs in the real estate investing wealth building and personal finance industries let's build together what's up guys welcome to episode 107 of the creating wealth podcast today we have the great pleasure of chatting with mike Manino. He is the absolutely awesome owner of Home Helpers Solutions. They buy, fix, and sell homes in Michigan. He has bought, fixed, and flipped over 70 homes before the age of 30, and owns a couple million dollars of apartment buildings. He also recently started an educational company called House Flipping Truth, where he helps folks start flipping homes. What's going on, Mike? How are you, man? Hey, Hey, man, thanks for having me. I'm doing very, very well. Awesome! I'm super excited to have you on, man. I, I know we just connected like a couple of days ago, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> super uh, super excited to to kind of continue that conversation and um and jump back into it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, let's um let's jump right in, man. So tell us a little bit about you know kind of your story getting into real estate. Like, what is what is kind of that superhero backstory look like
0: for you? <laughs> I think all superhero backstories start the same, where it's not that uh, you know, heroic in the beginning. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I grew up in Michigan, like in the Midwest, in the cold. And, um, and I, I uh, I got exposed to it. And when I was a kid growing up, like during the summers, my dad would take me to work and he was a construction worker. So I would get paid a whole $20 per day. And, you know, <laughs> as like good. a young teen or something, you know, eight, nine, 10, <laughs> I would basically just go there and clean up a job site and like, shoot my hand with a nail gun every now and then and that's about like <laughs> all my responsibilities were <laughs> so so that's where I kind of like grew up like um, in the real estate world just working in construction being around houses and then um, during 2008-9 like, crash uh, Michigan got hit really hard and uh, my dad you know had uh, a crew um, in the construction business and needed to keep them busy so he actually bought like two or three uh rentals during that time for like 20 dollars, and then paid me a whole 10 dollars an hour to go fix them up, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which was an upgrade cuz I was working at McDonald's, I was making 6.55 an hour. Quit that and I'm like I'm making 10 dollars an hour cash. Like this is I'm rich, right? <laughs> so um so I grew up like uh you know I quickly learned that summer, like who was making the real money? Like $10 an hour is great. Like no complaints, but I'm like sitting there painting, doing drywall and cutting down trees and making it look pretty. And then he put someone in there for $1,400 a month. And I'm like, whoa, that's like, I don't know. What's that? Like 16,000 bucks a year. I'm like, oh my gosh, just mind blown. <laughs> um, so that's when I got the bug <laughs> was, was
1: then. That's awesome, man. That's That's definitely one way to see it. You know and like it's always really interesting to see kind of that pivotal moment for people like when they start to see it like it, it's almost like you're like you know stepping into the the great beyond you know what i mean yeah. like just this like traditional mindset and everything and then you mm-hmm. start to discover there's a whole nother world out there that's like holy crap exactly you know what i mean like the money i'm making is you know right
0: okay for you know what i'm doing but there's something else out there you know yeah. and
1: <laughs> it's it's unbelievable
0: yeah and then and then seeing you know later on um like the equity you know cuz I knew what he paid for material and labor he didn't pay much for labor and you know <laughs> material and then the equity that you know then he later on you know a few years later sold the house for 140 and i believe he bought that thing for like 50 60 probably put 20 30 into it right so he made like you know 50 60 grand i was like whoa what the heck i got only paid like this whole thing for like four grand (laughs) whatever it was (laughs) so
1: yeah that's awesome that's that's super cool that's that's an absolutely awesome start too you know what I mean like to kind of get exposed to that realm like at that young of an age and everything and yeah that's beautiful so how did that kind of translate um you know to kind of like learning a bit more about it starting to kind of like dig more into the weeds and and start to like Kind of take action on like yourself like kind of jumping into it
0: good question so after that i was hooked um you know i later on went to college i was waiting tables busting tables and waiting tables and i was like in a host and i was like always writing on napkin like how can i save three percent down and buy a house because i know how to fix it up right because I, I had that experience i was like that's all i was focused on um at the age of 19 i saved up fourteen thousand five hundred dollars, bussing waiting tables just like lived uh, very, you know, I lived at home and I didn't spend any money. So, um, and I bought a house for $67,500, back in 2012, I was 19, a year out of high school. I was just like, so hooked on this. And, you know, back then the house was really cheap. Um, and we're just coming out of the great recession. And I was looking like I'm going to college and, um, uh, waiting tables and all that. And I looked at the mortgage. It was going to be six hundred dollars per month for this three bed, two bath house. So I was like, you know, I went up to my dad, and he was more scared than me. I was like so confident. I'm like, all right, I can fix this thing up. You know, like, like I'll, I can paint, I can lay some floor. I'll, I'll figure it out. I can do. Doing mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and so I house hacked before I even knew what house hacking was. Basically, I, I rented out the other two bedrooms to. Uh, roommates who were waiting tables with me for $300 per month each and a third of utilities. So now at 19, I moved out of home. I'm I, My mortgage is covered. I pay a third of utilities. And I was just like, right? Again, like that uh, that mindset shift. And um, three years later, I bought that thing, what, for sixty and I sold it for $147,000. Wow. Yeah. So I was 21 years old. I have I have a photo of like a you know fifty sixty thousand dollar check, and I'm like, and I wanted that you know 2010 yellow bumblebee Camaro. That's (laughs) a transformer came out Uh and had a car with no AC, guys. Like no AC, just like no horn and no AC. That wasn't safe, but (laughs) and that was a sixty you know thousand dollar check. Moved back home with mom and dad. Instantly, I quit my job, which I don't recommend. But again, had no expenses. And I'm like, I'm going to figure this thing out. And within 30 days, I bought my next flip. And that's kind of how the house flipping started. Um, So, yeah, so that was the beginning. That's beautiful, man. Holy crap.
1: That's, you know, like quite the way to get into it. And did you ever think like, because like, this is something that I think about sometimes, man, especially like after you bought that first property, like, was it kind of going through your head to like, Hold on to it as a long term rental and then like move back home and, and that kind of thing,
0: or were you kind you of set what? on like you know, it's yeah. funny. <laughs> I thought I was gonna live there for 10 to 14 years. I would have you would have told me, but do you know what it was? <laughs> What's that? I, I go, go on Zillow, I see my neighbors sell for like uh, I think it was like 135 and their house was outdated, like mine looked way better. I was like, what 130 out, <laughs> and I'm doing the math, I'm like, I do a 50, 60 thousand dollar check, and I was like, you give me 50, 60 you know, $1,000. This is no longer my house. Like, cause I paid 67 for, it. I put three, you know, I put $7,000. I'm like this thing, double, you know, tripled in value, doubled in value. So, um, it was really seeing my neighbor sell for like 135 and it wasn't as nice as mine. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, never <laughs> that plans out the window I'm, I'm selling. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't blame you
1: at all, man. You know, it's definitely interesting to see, uh, you know especially the the houses around you know and in, in that kind of situation and we're like ooh like should i cash out and keep the keep it you know the I velocity know. going keep it flowing um i definitely think about that from time to time man you know what i mean and like i i'm in the uh the home equity line process right now you know trying to take a line yeah. and, and just trying to move pieces around but the de- the thought has definitely gone through my head of like oh there's like is it over six figures in in equity in this thing in 13 yeah. months like should i just like you know, toss it and then, you know, jump into like a six family with like another person to yeah. other people, like the thoughts going through my head. And you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, let's one step at a time here,
0: you know? <laughs> yes, go up. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll talk to you about that uh, later. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm selling my six unit right now, to be honest, um, because it's too small. Uh, it's because it's funny. I was actually telling someone yesterday, you know, that the effort it takes me to manage my six unit and my 17 unit is the same amount of effort. Uh, the only difference is the cash flow it spits out and the equity that's in there. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to take this equity from the six and I'm going to buy another, you know, 17 unit. Right. And then and what I'm going to have, I have, you know, a, a couple of those, and then we're going to be buying, take all those and buy a hundred unit. And then you're going to, you know, 200. So c- again, it takes the same amount of effort um, to, you know, I have property managers from mom, still talk to them the same amount of time mm-hmm. and all that. So it's really no difference, to be honest
1: yeah that's that's super interesting man you know what i mean and especially like if you have all the systems in place from like you know like the first property you bought or like a couple properties later and you know Mm -hmm. you like really like understand like what needs to be implemented and the pieces that need to go where and and the the team that you have to assemble to like just keep replicating the process you know and that's that's super interesting man you know like it definitely kind of stemming back to like what we were just talking about like, it's, it's really interesting, like kind of the mindset of like, you know, like putting the value into a property, uh, selling the property and then moving the money into the next one and, and kind of consolidating into like, you know, maybe like you mentioned, like the six family, you know, might've served you really well for, for a while, but now like it might make a lot more sense to like get rid of that thing and then jump into something bigger, use the same systems and, and just kind of keep rolling it up, you know, and, yeah, yeah, 100%. Man, that's that's awesome. <laughs> so, what's kind of your um, like your drive
0: and your vision for the long term? That's a good question. Um, you know, it's funny. So, my drive for the longest time, right when I started, because I said my dad was in construction, was honestly to retire my dad. That was my number one goal is for him to make a hundred thousand dollars a year and work 20 hours a week. Yep, and I set that goal in 2017. So, I'd sold my house in 2015. I think it was. And I bought another house. Um, I paid, I just funny, I paid for, it. I paid 50 grand for the house. Is at an auction? And then I partnered with my father. I was like, Hey, you got some guys, you do the renovations and we split the profit. We did that. Um, and, my why was to honestly retire my dad in 2017. I told him, I was like, look, well, cause he was, you know, in construction carrying like he did nice houses, but they're like, you know, heavy doors and he's working hard. And you see him come home, like in his early fifties, tired on, on the couch. And then that kind of, I saw that and I was like, you can't work like this, like till you're 65. Right. Yeah. So, um, and it, you know, it was really cool. It, I told him that in 2017, he laughed. And uh, I completed the goal in 2019. So he left the construction industry, made over hundred grand, works 20 hours a week. And now he's it's crazy. Like um now he's part partly retired, to be honest. Like now he's 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 you know, we've crushed that goal many times over. So that was my uh that was my why for the longest time was to take care of my dad. Um so now it's honestly to help my my team. So my goal now it's really crazy when you first start off, it's like, you know, I wanted to quit my job and make money. Right. And like, you know, my goal too for myself is make a hundred grand a year and my my dad make a hundred grand a year. And once you do that, and once you get to a point where you don't look at like the price of food, like when you go out to a restaurant, like things, you know, it, it's like my goals are met. I don't really live like a crazy lifestyle, like going on the boat and like, that's about it. Right. So, um, no, so my goal now, like my last year is my office manager to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. She does all my paperwork. She talks to all the lenders. Um, she lists my properties. Um, so that was actually, yeah, a year and a half ago. And in August was the one year mark. And she called me told me, she's like, Mike, I she, I can't believe it. Cause she went from 35,000 a year at her previous job. And then she made a hundred grand and she was like, her mind was blown too. She's like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I cannot believe Like I tripled my income. I was like, exactly right. So um, so my goal now is for like taking care of my team, to be honest, like I got some guys, I want them to buy their first house. So, um, my goals now are like outside of myself. It's to help others reach their goals. That's beautiful, man.
1: That's, that's absolutely awesome. I, I definitely relate to, you, um, on that original lie, you know, like mine, mine, mine is kind of similar, you know, it's but it's for my mom instead, you know what I mean? Like it's, and it's tough, man, you know, cause like life is so short. And like, you see, you know, like our parents, like, you know, getting like beats of crap from their jobs and everything and, and miserable. And it's like, no, like, it, it's not like the kind of life, you know, and like, there's something else out there. And like, there's just a lot of ways to change things. You know what I mean? And so I, I that's absolutely awesome, man. I, I totally commend you. And, and congrats to both of you guys. You know, like, that's, that's wicked cool.
0: Yeah, thank you. I,
1: I do really like the, um, your new goal as well, you know, to kind of like spread the wealth in in a lot of different directions and, and help people. Like it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Like just to kind of keep spreading the information and, um, yeah, you know, just kind of keep things rolling.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, like you said, life is short. Do you know what's a really interesting, it'll, you know, like I, I told this to my friend and it freaked him out. Um, <laughs> But let's say you can, you have like you're good in mobile till seventy. You might live to eighty, but like maybe till seventy, and then just count how many summers you have left. I'm thirty now. I have forty good summers left. Forty. That's it. So like, what you know what I'm saying is like I so, like I don't care about how big my house is, like how big the box is, but I I want to spend time to like go on the boat when I want to, right? Because I know I only have and summers are so short, especially from being the Midwest. They're ninety days long, and I only have forty of those left of good. Hopefully, good ones, right? You know, God willing. So, um, like you said, you know, life is short, and I think it's good to uh, kind of remember that.
1: Definitely, man. I, I really, really like that um, that metric. It it really makes you think. Like, I'm, I'm starting to think right now, like, holy crap! Like, you know, like we're gonna get funny. things going. <laughs> we got to hit Not the ground funny. running. Let's go! Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man. So, kind of take us through. You know, like you're you're starting like the flipping company, like you're you know yeah. starting to get into these properties. Like, how do things
0: like I guess kind of start rolling? Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's a good question. So you know, I told you like in the beginning, I started off doing the work right, like with my father and then my personal home, and then my, the first house I was actually there in my dad's cruise, and I realized like I'm not good at this. Like, it took me six weeks to tile my own bathroom, like. And the lines are crooked. I hated the whole process. Like, I was like, <laughs> all right, this is not like, this is not working out. Like, and, and you know what it was, is <clears throat> this is when I first started getting the podcast, my first mentor, Justin Williams, I was, I was at my third flip mowing the lawn. I, you know, I was mowing the lawn, going to the home Depot. I, I could tell you every, every, you know, home Depot three times a day. I could tell you every aisle, like what's in each aisle, right? <laughs> like than employees, like I was there, too, too often mowing the lawn I'll never forget I'm mowing the lawn and I listened to this guy Justin Williams he says he's flipped 100 houses and he doesn't see them and he chases his wife around the house all day I'll never forget that because I immediately like he's a liar because I'm doing two houses right now I have zero time I work 100 hours a week I'm going to <laughs> home to go. there's no way you can do 100 houses he's a liar right so I listened to his podcast and I actually hired him as a mentor and um and i didn't have the money to do it i paid him thirty thousand dollars to uh i joined his coaching program and that was like the biggest mindset shift of turning from like a hobby or you doing it yourself to an actual business um and how to take investor funds because we were just doing it my dad and i we were limited to two houses to just doing our art using our money yep um so it was turning into real business like Uh working with lenders and investors. So then, so like I I was making for years, I still do Facebook videos, and I was like, Hey, if you want to invest in our projects, you know, call me and we can work together. So I have like doctors and real estate people, and they invest in our business and we pay them returns. And then now we have three full-time crews uh fixing and flipping our houses, um, and turning it from just like a one-man or two-man show to now we have a team of people and um um, turning into a, a, a real business. Wow,
1: that's wicked cool, man. Seriously, like <laughs> that's yeah. not the, yeah. I definitely relate to you on the um, doing all the work yourself. That was a, a very interesting lesson that I learned last year, man. And, and kind of the dynamic of like, yeah, you know, especially if you're much earlier to the process, because like to your point, man, like it might take you like hours and hours and hours, like multiple trips to Home Depot, like to try and do like one little project. And I, I definitely feel you there, man um like last year I, I learned quite a bit and i was like oh like going into you know doing a lot of the work i was like oh you know like this will be fantastic like i'll save a little bit of money you know I, I have like a bit of time and you know i'll be super well-rounded like learning a lot about a lot and then as time went on hours and hours and hours and frustration and multiple home home depot and lowe's trips i'm like ooh, <laughs> you know and yeah, it's
0: It's funny, like I I'm not well rounded, (laughs) like like I'm really good at like real estate, but I'm not good at construction. Like I don't do anything around the house. Like I don't even have like I have like Ryobi like little toolkit, like which is blasphemy in the construction world, right? (laughs) And they're like you all. And um, I mean, you know what it was? Another thing too was I used a few years ago. I started this and it helped a lot. I used the seventy five dollar an hour rule. If it was that if i could hire it out for under 75 dollars an hour then i would i would pay that and i would work on something else because i knew um especially like in flipping houses money's made when you buy a property so i was like i need to focus all my time and energy buying discounted properties and that's a because if i do that because that's like basically finding the money if i can find a house for 100 i know put 40 into it and i can sell it for two like I need to focus all my time on that and let my guys who like go into the houses and they're really good at it. And they they crank out our houses now within four to six weeks from beginning to end, they can crank out a house. We have a great system in place. Then that's what you know they do. So I kind of assign my role to myself of like, I need to work at a higher level for my business, not just for me. Because again, and then it was we were taking on now we have three full time crews. They have guys. They all have mortgages. They all have families. They all have to put food on the table. So now it's on me. I have to buy discounted houses to keep my guys busy, right? So, um, yeah. So,
1: it's it's a really cool um, a really cool dynamic, man. You know what I mean? Like, especially when it comes to that kind of thing of like, all right, like what's the role that like best serves you and like you know complements your skill sets the best. And kind of that um that who not how, you know, like instead of how can I, you know, get all this done in, in a day and, and everything, um, you know, kind of shifting your mindset to like, all right, you know, who are are the guys and gals that really enjoy this stuff that can like yeah. complement the vision that you have and and the part of the business that you know you're like super good at and just make the whole entire picture happen. And it's it's like it's quite the like quite the shift, you know, especially because like you said, like going into it. You're thinking like, all right, you know, like I got to, you know, tile that, that wall and like, I got to do all this stuff and, you know, time goes by. um, And yeah, it's, it's quite the, uh,
0: quite the shift. <laughs> and yeah, when we started off, like we went from in 2015, I think we bought two houses and then in 2016, we bought four and then I hired my mentor. Um, and then we went from four to nine houses that year, the next year, nine to 18 and now we've been doing 20 something houses per year um and and i don't it's crazy well, now it's even crazier because I, like i told you i hired justin williams and he doesn't look at houses and he's flipped 100 houses now i'm like i have a place here in south carolina and we buy fix and flip houses and i never see them in person i don't even know like i i know their addresses and i've looked at the photos but that's about it and i got my team in place who's who's out there their boots on the ground everyone's incentivized for us to do well. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just an awesome, awesome thing we built, it, it feels like it's taken many lifetimes, but you look, it's only been like, you know, f- six, seven years. So, um, <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> no, that's, that's crazy though, man, especially from, like you said, like first joining like the mastermind and and seeing this like really crazy, crazy successful guy, like, Exactly. You know what I mean? Like getting all these projects done, like never going on site ever. And like, I feel like the thought kind of goes through your head of like, oh, like, eh, I I don't know, like, that's, that's cool. But like, you know, I I don't know, like, it's, it's hard to kind of like wrap your mind around it. And then like, (laughs)
0: like now you're there. I was mowing the lawn. There's no way, like, you know, like I I told I said, he was a liar, you know, like I'm mowing the lawn. I'm like, there's no way you don't look at houses. That's like illegal. Right. That's that's, (laughs) Um, And it's not an overnight thing, but it is like, there is a process to it. And then Mm -hmm. um, it's one step in block at a time. We didn't just instantly get three crews and blah, blah, you know, we got, you know, we were first trying to get a crew and then we got a crew going and then trying to keep them busy enough. Then we kept them busy enough. And then it's, you know, we need more money. So I got to do more dance on Facebook and ask for money. You know, it's like, it's a whole like step by step by step process. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally, man. I, I love your stuff on Facebook too, by the way, man. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's, um, that's awesome, man. It's, it, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you guys want to see me, uh, you can look up Mike Menino uh, on Facebook, and I, I, I do a lot of Facebook videos, so <laughs> <laughs> so now it's more educational. Yes. So question for you, man, because this is something that's always
1: kind of go- going through in my mind is when it comes to like, like the raising capital front, I guess mm-hmm. like the first time, if you don't mind me asking, the mm-hmm. first time that like, you know, like you had to kind of go out and like start. I guess, looking for potential investors, you know, to help you on the projects, to give them a solid return. How did that kind of go? Like, did people like kind of approach you first and like it just kind of happened and like the conversation started and one thing led to another? Or did you kind of like go out and and start seeking first? This is more a question for me selfishly, (laughs) but, you know.
0: Great question. You know what? And, And I think I'm sure you probably had it, you know, with having this podcast, like you will naturally, so what I did was, to build awareness i i started and I, I was it's funny if you saw my first facebook videos you know i've said um stuttering i was like uh uh scared but you know i first start off just and everyone enjoys it is like the beginning the middle and the end of a house so like everyone likes the hgtv right so i was like hey we just bought this house we're walking through it here's the bathroom here's the kitchen we're gonna redo all of this and then i show them a few weeks later hey we're renovating it and hey here it's fin- here's the finished product So after you do that for a while, then you'll naturally get people curious and they start to reach out and they're like, Hey, is there a way we can partner on this? I can work with you. How does it, what does it look like? And then, um, I started every time I do a video and at the end, i would be like, Hey, you know, if you want to, you know, we work with doctors and lawyers and, uh, real estate agents and that you know, can invest passively into these properties. Um, and, after, you, you know, it's like proof is in the pudding, like they see like over and over and over and over again, like, and now we've done over 70 homes, they feel like it's it's cool. I have this library of videos on my Facebook page, and you can just go through and dig and, and be like, oh my gosh, like this guy obviously knows what he's doing, he's doing it over <laughs> and over and over again, right? So it's cool. And I jump on calls with people. They feel like they know me. They're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, like, so... It's uh, it it was really like just documenting my journey. I think I got that right from Gary Vaynerchuk years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just document your journey, and then um, you'll get like-minded people. Cause like, I think our first lender was he was a real estate agent. He wanted to fix and flip homes, but he was a really successful real estate agent and didn't have time. Right, so he's like, well, what if I just give you, you know, x amount of dollars. And you guys do that well. Like sure, yeah, we can do that, and we did that for many, many years. And then that's just kind of grown, grown, and grown. That's awesome,
1: man. The the power of social media. I, I definitely feel you on um, the Gary V. Uh, you know, document rather than create. That's that was a, yes. a concept that really hit me hard. You know, and i love that guy's content. <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, exactly. It's, yeah. it's so true, man. And like one thing too, is like like documenting like all parts of the journey right of like you yeah. know when things are going like super well like when there's some challenges that come come up during the way and like how you're going to fix mm-hmm. them like I feel like there's so much value in like just telling like the entire story and and like the authentic authenticity I guess kind of um kind of factor you know that rolls with that like you know things happen like it's you know not all sunshines and rainbows all the time like that's it's part of the game Like, this is how we're getting through it, moving on to the next step and, you know, rolling on to the next one.
0: It's it's cool stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it's not all. you know, I lost, I'll never forget, I lost $25,000 in one day. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I had a uh, (laughs) a house, our first and last house had a pool in it. And I found out pools are really expensive to repair. So um, I remember we had this pool that wouldn't hold water. And that was like a a $10,000 fix. Or it was like a $15,000 fix. And then we had two and it was like raining too and we had two houses where the basement was taking on water where they are like leaking and they were both like $7,500 fixes whatever and I was like I just had so much water problems that day I was like two houses like the basements are, are <laughs> flooding and this pool that won't hold the water I'm like you gotta flip these right <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and I documented that and I told everyone I was like you know, the next day after it cooled off. Right. So I was like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's definitely a a real thing too, man. Is like, especially when you're in the moment and like, you know, like things are coming up and like, it's driving you a bit crazy and, you know, you might need a little bit of time to kind of like, you know, stand back and rationalize and be like, all right, like now that it's the next day or now that it's hours later, like, let's talk about this, you know, yeah,
0: (laughs) a a lot to take in at once. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can assume that was probably an in-ground pool, right?
0: Most yeah, it was likely. an in-ground pool. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't, we just got rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and there was another debate, too. Like, do we just fill this thing? And it was like, you know, how much is it going to cost to fill it? So it was, uh, yeah, no more pools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the unexpected Especially in Michigan, is... too. It's like, you're not really needed. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I was actually, I was just kind of asking I was kind of curious about, like, like the climate over there and, like, like the ages mm-hmm. of the properties. Like, I know up yeah. in the Northeast, there's quite the uh, quite the range of, of temps, like, all the time. And, like, at least most of the Maltese around and, like, you know, some of the, the nearby markets to, like, my neck of the woods, it's, like, extremely common to see properties that were built, like, before 1900 and, like, everything's super old. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just kind of, like, how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. How is it kind of, like in the Michigan neck of the woods in terms of like the property ages and um, that type of thing.
0: Good question. So we have a very few, and, and it was actually my first flip, my first two were built in 18 something, 1830 and 1870. Like my, one of my houses was like the UPS, like was the UPS place for the city. Wow. That's pretty wild. And <laughs> now it's a house, but um, most of them were built like, when detroit was doing really well like with gm ford and chrysler so a lot of them were built like in uh 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s and then after that like there's some in the 80s but after that um there hasn't been too much like building because there hasn't been too much growth since then because there was like you know everyone was kind of moving to uh, michigan um for the big three Mm -hmm. so which kind of like it makes it good for us because i'm not a builder i mean Maybe if I was in an area where it was booming, I would probably build and not maybe fix and flip homes because there'd be a high demand for that. So the nice thing is we have a lot of old homes that, you know, they're built in the 40s and 50s and 60s, 70s, never touched. So we come in, we throw in new cabinets and tile and floor, you know, rip up the carpet and there's hardwood floor or we sand it and stain it. Um, so it kind of works out in our benefit for um, being in an area like that. That's cool, man.
1: It's It's always interesting to kind of see like, you know, like how the, how the actual like structures and, and the real estate is in other parts of the country. Uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely interesting. Yeah. Do you guys, um, do you guys ever like look in Detroit at all? Or
0: is that kind of like, <laughs> Good question. So we are, we work in between Detroit and Flint and we don't do those cities yeah. um, just cause it's very difficult and it's hard enough to like, so my friends do it, and there is money to be made. It's funny. I noticed though a lot of like people who invest in Detroit are not from Michigan. They're like out of the country because they see great returns on paper. The issue is um, because they're real you can buy a house for today the 20000 dollars in Detroit. The issue is like the cost of paint, floors, doors, trims, windows, everything still costs the same, whether it's going in a two hundred thousand dollar house or a twenty thousand dollar house. Right. And then the issue is, um, unfortunately, like the neighborhoods uh, aren't the best. So I got friends who do flip there and their tools get stolen. The furnace gets stolen. The AC units get stolen as soon as they wow. install them. So I'm like, listen, it's hard enough to like go find houses and have a crew. I don't need tools and materials stolen you know, while doing like so yeah. there's lower hanging fruit. Um, and I would just rather work in the nicer areas that I don't have to worry about that <laughs> yeah 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 I, I hear
1: you man i was just kind of curious you know like just hearing um mm-hmm. you know about like you know detroit and like that neck of the woods and you know just out and about you know what i mean
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and like i invest in like the places i call like you know there's a b c and d neighborhoods like a would be like a nice very high and area d would be like a detroit and I work in the BCs where it's like affordable. Like the houses we do are like the first time home buyer homes, like a thousand to 2000 square foot. Um, and they usually don't sell for more than like 250, 270,000 or buying them in the hundred thousand dollar range. Um, and it's a house that like a 1200 square foot house, you buy a fix and flip, you, you might you know buy for a hundred and it's worth 225, you put 40, 50 into it. And then the great thing is, it's like cheaper than rent. Like you know, someone's getting a brand new house for fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars per month, and they're in a two bedroom apartment for the same thing from the eighties and never touched. Or this brand new house that you get, and
1: mm-hmm. like, and it's
0: all done for you. So um, I feel like that type of like niche that we're in is also, um, it, it just makes it easier for uh, selling our properties and flipping them. One hundred percent, man. You you
1: definitely can't beat that. <laughs> mm-hmm wow that's awesome so question for you man what is your best piece of advice to new investors that want to start and manage their rental portfolio or even like
0: start flipping or i guess kind of like just start like something <laughs> you know <laughs> very good question so like i said i learned at first like the hard way like i didn't listen to podcasts and i like house hacked like i just stumbled upon it it was a thing before but i just didn't know of it Um, and I did those first two flips uh, without any advice, without any help. Everything changed as soon as I hired a mentor. Um, And everything I do now, I hire someone before I start any new adventure in life. And I make sure that I have like systems and processes in place and a team in place before I start a new adventure as well. So if you want to um, learn about uh, rentals, hire someone who's great at rentals. If you want to buy, fix, and flip homes, learn from someone who's uh, buys and fix and flips homes, because whatever you pay is going to be a way cheaper point, like price point than it is to learn it on your own, all the mistakes, and then also all the missed opportunities that you could have made money, but didn't. Um, So buying, fixing, flipping, um, my uh, house flipping company, I hired a mentor. Then um, I waited years until I started getting into multifamily. I started getting into multifamily two years ago. I hired another mentor. Um, within that time frame, we've made a few million dollars just from that, right? So that sticker price was like way worth it. And then um, I got, I bought two Airbnbs last year, and I hired a professional. She was, the, I interviewed the best uh, Airbnb managers in the state of Michigan. Founder, and now she manages my Airbnbs. Uh, now I started this coaching company and what did I do? I hired someone to help me with the coaching company. So everything, you know, whatever it is, find someone who's like, where you want to be and, um, just learn from them. That's beautiful,
1: man. The, the power of the mentorship and like, like how quickly it can accelerate your growth, like jumping into that, like new Avenue is, is unreal. You know, it's, it's definitely, um, really crazy. You know, and uh, pretty much like just this last year, I, I started to get a taste of, like, the, the concept of mentorship and, like, you know, joined a, a couple, like, local groups and stuff like that. And it's, like, just the, like, sheer power that comes from it, from being able to, like, go to those people, be like, this is what I got going on. Like, this is, like, a couple mm-hmm. things that came up that I don't really know how to tackle. And, like, being able to go to those people and be like, oh, you know, like, just try this, this, and this. And, like, if this doesn't work, like, go to this guy, do this. like it's just like the the path is like probably going to be be paved to some degree already you know instead of like you know having like the time effect of like you know trying to figure it out on your own the mistake effect like you mentioned of um you know kind of trying things maybe not going so well and and stuff like that and it pretty much like the learning curve i feel like just grows exponentially You know because like or i should say shrinks exponentially the other way (laughs) um but yeah no i I completely agree with you man and like the beautiful thing is is like you know there's gonna be coaches for i feel like probably like every almost every aspect of your life you know what i mean like if you want to run a marathon like go out and and like start working with somebody who runs marathons for for fun you know what i mean and be like oh you know like i'll set you up like just do this this and this like real estate um and yeah, you know, like just, it's, it's a beautiful Sport thing.
0: Athletes, they all have like trains and, you know, strength and conditioning coaches, you know, uh, yeah. the dietitians. It's like the best, highest people in the world have people who are smarter than them around them. And I learned that from two Robert Kiyosaki. He's talking about his rich dad. And he's like, um, like I, I, th- I forget how it kind of, how it goes, but he's like a smart man, hires people who are smarter around him. To you know, like hire the best accountant, hire the best attorney, hire the best, you know, real estate agent, hire the best everyone. And then you'll be successful too. So a hundred percent, man.
1: And same thing in, um, uh, thinking girl rich, uh, by Napoleon Hill as well. You know, he has that, um, I I forget exactly what the phrase is. It's been a while since I, I did it, but like, he, he like talks about like being in his office and he has like buttons on his desk for like, you know, his, his team to be able to go to. And, it's, it's a really powerful thing, you know, and like, yeah, I think you're really forward. Forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, like you just start to look at the world differently of like, um, I guess kind of like the roles that, that you desire to be in versus like, you know, trying to learn a little mm-hmm. bit about like, you know, uh. Like something like an attorney should be doing and, and like you know, instead of re- like sitting down and trying to read the tax code for hours and hours, it you know what I mean? And it's it's a, it's a huge shift, you know. Instead, like you can just focus on creating the role that you envision and hire out those people to be kind of like your buttons on or the buttons on your desk, you know what I mean? To just to just be your advisors, you know, and I heard um I heard on a podcast recently that uh even like Tony Robbins still has coaches and like that like really stuck out to me i was like holy crap you know like he's you know like this like really big like high and mighty like ridiculously successful guy who still has coaches you know like you're you're probably like not like generally speaking like i feel like most people are never going to hit a point where like you're so like proficient that like it wouldn't benefit you more to have to not have a coach i think i worded that right you know and like it just like that really hit me i was like crap like Wow, <laughs> you know, like you, you should always have, you know, some sort of mentor, whether it's directly or indirectly, in certain parts of your life to just
0: always be growing all the time, and yeah, I want to be like, yeah, that was it. I wanted to be Justin Williams, you know, flip a hundred houses and not see them, right? And that's why I hired him. I wanted to be uh, like Rod Cleef in the multifamily. I hired him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it. I want so. Yeah. And if you, I just, one of my uh, friends, he hired like, um, to be a good parent. Um, he hired a mentor to be a good parent. You know, if you want to be a good parent, marriage, whatever it is, any aspect of your life, we're all working on something. Yep. Um, so yeah, that will yes, be my advice.
1: I love it, man. That's, that's absolutely awesome. And it's funny you said that about, um, Rod Khalif too. Cause I've, I started to, uh, to kind of look into him a little bit. I think he was on like the bigger pockets podcast or, or one of the, the bigger podcasts. And, um, I've had the, uh, the event that he does in my, um in my, the tabs on my Google Chrome for a while. Cause like, I want to yeah. hit his event. One of the, you know, one of one, the next time it comes up or, or whatever and, um and check that out.
0: <laughs> I would recommend, I, I did the in-person one cause it was like um, during COVID, but, mm-hmm. uh, or online version, but I would recommend doing the in-person cause it's like the online version, especially de- depending on the time of year is like warm. And I was like looking outside and I was getting distracted doing the laundry. Um, I recommend like going in person, because then you kind of like immerse yourself, you're like, totally 100% focused. Uh, so yeah, that's what I recommend if you do it.
1: Yeah, I definitely recommend that as well, man. And one thing that I found last year from going to um, a couple of those, you know, smaller kind of things was to always like when you go to a conference or like a three day, you know, seminar, like what what have you to take off the next day as well because like you're probably yeah. going to be overloaded with so much information and like so immersed
0: in that world that like man you exhausted. need time to decompress you
1: know <laughs> like
0: <laughs> you'll be exhausted like, i know jokes so like right, right next to me i always have like viral notepad and when i first went to the event i took 30 pages of notes in like yeah. 2 3 days i mean you're mentally exhausted because you're learning so much and you, you know you're writing and thinking and you know trying to figure it out. So yeah, that's a pro tip, take an extra day off. Yeah, that, that's what I do. Now <laughs> I stay an extra day at the hotel just to like decompress and actually relax a little bit and go through my notes. Yeah,
1: I feel like you have to man and like, especially to see like, what out of like those 30 pages, ones you want to implement in your business, like, like in, in general, yeah. like at, at some point, but also like, you know, what immediate steps Like, do you want to start to, like, shift around, like, tomorrow versus, like, six months from now and, like, try different things? Like, just because you have, like, so much information that just got thrown at you from a fire hose, like, we, like, really need to break this up and, like, itemize this, basically. And, like, what to take action on now versus, you know, six months from now, five years from now, like, whatever. And, yeah, I I learned that one the hard way. Like, you have, like, this notebook full of notes and your head is beyond fried. And you're, like, you know, like, holy
0: crap, like, now what? Another thing: Don't try to implement them all at once, right? Like, uh, yeah. like I was saying, like, like you know, what can you do now? Six months from now? A year from now? And then it'll even change too, and it's okay. Like, there's things I was like, I thought I was gonna do six months from now, and I, oh, you know what? I'm gonna change that to something else. um, um But yeah, trying to do them all at once. Yeah, so, <laughs> it is. Mistake. It is really. <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel you, man. Definitely. It <laughs> is. Um. It is a really good thing to be in that position, though. Like I, I feel like, like that should be the position you go in. Like if you're getting the value that like you should be getting out of that seminar or or conference Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, like you should be in that spot with like a a crazy amount of information and like, like needing to have that problem, you know, (laughs) like, I I feel like if you don't Don't like, you know,
0: (laughs) that's a good high quality problem to have. Yeah, exactly. Definitely.
1: (laughs) Mike, this has been, Oh, I do have one more question for you that I like to ask everybody, man.
0: Um, how do you define wealth? That's a good one. I like that question. Um, you know, everyone I'm sure has a different answer. Mine is first being physically fit. Um, cuz that's all you have, right? If you, you know, if you don't have your health, you, you know, feel like you have nothing. Um, and then you know what my uh goal was for the longest time is to not need an alarm clock to wake up. Um, Cause, because that means you have total control of your schedule and your calendar, um, which I believe is uh, wealth. So I don't wake up on the alarm co- clock. Um, and that's that's what I considered wealth. I fe- felt like I was wealthy once I got to a point where I didn't need an alarm clock.
1: That's beautiful, man. Like, are you just like so like like on your schedule, like everything's like kind of like just so synced up that like. I don't know. I I find that extremely interesting. You know what I mean? That's cool. (laughs) I don't wake
0: up with, okay. I don't wake up with an alarm clock, but I have 50 alarms a day going off for Hey, I got a a call because like, I, you know, I might have like a bunch of scheduled calls. Like, you know, with my team, I have my fix and flip call at 10, 11, I have my multifamily 12 PM. On a Thursdays, I have my uh, mentorship call. So like, I do have to (laughs) like, all right, I got to get off this call and go on the next one. So I do have alarms for that. Um, but just to you know I wake up I drink coffee um I usually feel like an hour and I just sit on the couch listen to some music relax kind of look at my calendar what 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 am I doing today and then I just go out and, and do it that's awesome man
1: that's super cool yeah. that's that's something i've been struggling with for a bit is is kind of like the sleep kind of aspect and like getting enough hours cuz like i'm i'm up at like 4:30 for for work during the week and it kills me sure <laughs> especially sure. you know like going to meetups until like 10 11 and I'm like, I'm still trying to figure that aspect out. That's it's really inspiring to kind of hear that, man, like that you can like, like just get like so like in tune with, I guess, kind of like yourself and, and like your sleep schedule and like that it's possible. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's yeah. awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is, it's It's nice. And like, and again, I like, you know, by 930, I, like my eyes are heavy. Like I'm like, I'm going to bed. So you know, I don't stay up <laughs> too late and I get up uh, pretty, you know, on a good time. Hey, Kyle, is it okay if I give your guests uh, a free gift? Sure. Your audience?
1: Yeah. Um
0: So if you guys want, if you want to learn about, I've I made a free training. Uh, if you want to learn about how to fix and flip a house, if you want to learn how, you know, how to, you know, buy a house at a discount, estimate the renovation costs and estimate your profit all before um, you buy a house. I made a video um, beginning to end where we uh, show you how to make $55,000 on the house. And it's only a $200,000 house. We made 55,000 profit on it. Um, If you want to text the word uh, house to 248-870-2971, that is house to 248-870-2971. And it's a free training. I love that, man.
1: Thank you so much. Guys, definitely, definitely give Mike a text on that number get that training go check it out um it's going to be awesome i, I was going to ask you man like where on uh like social media and stuff like that can you be found like the program like
0: like i'll link everything you want <laughs> um yeah so if you text that word uh if you want to learn about fix and flipping uh inside of the uh, free training there's a way to get in contact with us and sure. uh see if you know uh, we'd be a good fit um for the training program awesome man super excited that's that's awesome
1: but yeah thank you so so much for coming on here mike guys definitely um definitely text that number (laughs) thanks
0: Kyle. appreciate it man
1: this has been great man thank you so much all right guys that concludes our creating wealth podcast episode for today i want to thank every single person that has listened this far it really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.